this is like a prequel, you know, like how you uh, record something and then after it's done, you you do like a prequel, like they did the Star Wars movies, Matt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, th- this is what happened. We've we, we've recorded the episode. We know everything that's about to happen, guys. But this is like the pre-story. Yeah. To Tr- the podcast. So trigger warning: we cuss and say the f word a lot in this episode. I'm talking a lot. Now a warning. Now a warning. So if you don't like cursing, we highly suggest that you let you know that this episode is not for you. <laughs> or if you have small children in the car. I mean, we we have the little warning at the beginning of every podcast episode. Mm-hmm. But this one's extra special. This one, you know, I like to call them sentence enhancers. There's a lot of sentence enhancers in this episode of I'm a medium, ask me how. So I hope you guys enjoy. But if you have tender little ears... You might want to cover them. Yes, or put your earpods in because we're going to cuss a lot. So we love you all. Enjoy this episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Logan from IT Activity. We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums. We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh. Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry, too, because we're heartstring-pulling leather truckers. Oh, ooh, warning. This is rated E for explicit, so if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around. Turn it around. Don't look back. Run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. Matthew Tao. Dana. Willie. What are you doing? Well, you know, I'm sitting here contemplating like the new phrase that we we are now going to adopt into the vernacular of Matt and Dana Incorporated. Yeah, the next, the new. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really Logan from IT's fault. I know. Well, he shouldn't introduce me to those things those kids say nowadays. Yeah. Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. We ball. Fuck it, we ball. Mm-hmm. I almost want to say, fuck it, we read. <laughs> That's what mediums do. We just read. Yeah. For for those of... So we're really doing this? Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Willie. This, this, is, this, this is, is us. This is really what we're... We're, we're going to really bring it into the, the I'm a medium, ask me how, stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Logan, this is your fault. You, you told should. Uncle Matt the saying the kids say. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Um, so... To bring all of our listeners in, into this circle, um, we were driving home and Logan shared with me the the saying that the kids say these days. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, I was like, "What? how do we use it in context, right? And it's kind of like this generation's YOLO, you know, like mm-hmm. you only live once, you know, so fuck it. You know, when life, when life's got you down, fuck it. We ball. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out what that ball is, but fuck it, we ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of surrender. Yolo, it can mean many know? things. Yolo. So you know what? You just said surrender. Mm-hmm. <gasps> this is gonna be instead of being like surrender, surrender to the power. I'm gonna be like going into my sitting in the power. I'm gonna be like, all right, spirit, fuck it, we ball. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, we ball. Let's go. Let's go. Bring it on. This is how I'm going to go into my mediumship. This is how I'm going to go into my surrender. 
This is going to be epic. Well, you know, I think me and you, I know me and you have been going through like an emotional roller coaster. And mediumship, I just need to say, mediumship is fucking hard. It mm-hmm. is so hard. And it's so easy at the same time that we make it hard that I've just kind of, I'm not that I have lost my joy for mediumship, but I'm in a growing phase and growing phases don't feel good. So I was mm-hmm. like, Dana Willie, you know what we need? And she's like, what, Matt? And I'm like, we need laughter. Mm-hmm. So this episode is just going to be about what we love about mediumship and like the mm-hmm. experiences that we've had that we're just like taking away being like, that was like the lights turning on to the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to remember the joy of this, like, because when it feels like a job or a have to, because I even feel like I, I actually saw this with somebody in development. Mm-hmm a while back and they were like i'm not having fun with this and i asked them what well, then why are you doing this because nobody's making you do this Mm-mm. and in the end spirit doesn't want you to be miserable it's our human that gets frustrated in this it's the it's our human that wants to like have expectation or desire for outcome or whatever but when it gets to the point where this becomes achieving something or desire for outcome or I'm not good enough or all the things that get triggered. And that's the self-development part that we talk about. Mm. That's when we got to like take a break from it because it's stepping away from the true purpose of why we do mediumship. We talk about the why, right? Mm -hmm. Why we do mediumship because the why is very important. But we shouldn't be miserable in doing this work. This this work should feed the soul. And I had actually, when when we had talked about the idea of like the purpose of this podcast, I had actually wrote down the question, why did you even start this? You know, we mm-hmm. we we pose this question to our students a lot, like, what is your why? And we ask this of each other a lot, even in our business or in the podcast of like, what is our why? What is our current why for what we're doing? Whether it's in our personal mediumship or our business or whatever, what is your current why? But I wanted to like go back, like what even started me on the path of my mm-hmm. mediumship? What was the, that purest why of why I started on my mediumship journey? What was that? You've got me invested in this conversation. What was it, Willie? Tell me about what it was. Who do you work It's for? none of your fucking business. <laughs> God, something so pushy. <laughs> right? Well, it really is about going back to the why. For me, it was an explanation. I'm gonna. I'm. I don't. I'm unlike you. I'm gonna tell the audience, okay? Because you know, I'm not. All, I'm all about keeping secrets. Well, I was gonna say. I was just <laughs> trying to be funny. I felt very attacked. <laughs> well, mine was kind of going back to being like, does how can I make all this make sense? Like my experiences make sense, right? Um. And then it became fun. Like I, my number one um, going to was just like learning. I think learning is fun to me. I enjoy learning. I like learning bits and parts of me. I, I like taking those like astrology tests where like you might be an Aquarius, you know, and like Mm -hmm. those little intricate parts because you can discard what doesn't 
resonate, but it can kind of like unfolds a little bit of part of you. I love those brain tests and those like tests that tell you like personality traits. And then I'm like, <laughs> right. But I like it's just learning, learning about myself, learning about everything and how, how things work. And I can remember calling my development journey, like in development circle in person, my church. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, no. oh, Matt, you want to go out tonight and have some drinks? I'm like, no, I got to go to church. And they're like, oh, my God, you're so dedicated to Jesus. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd go and I'd hang out in the, with the sense of community, but I get to learn new exercises every single week and challenge myself and get to understand, like, my own abilities and my own truth. And I think that that was a lot of fun. And I think that uh, not a lot of people actually view it that way. They take it so fucking seriously where I'm like, go and have fun. You're going to actually learn a lot more when you're actually enjoying it. But if you're going in there being like, I have to do good this week, you're not going to do good this week. Sorry, boo boo. (laughs) But you'll be here next week. (laughs) Yeah. Most mediums will come and say, you know, if you ask them, like, how did you start this? I think most mediums will have some kind of like, when I was a kid, I had some experiences and I shut it off and da, 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 da. But it was something that was always present with me that I had dismissed and that I thought, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't see things and people the way that other mediums did. So I didn't think that I really was a medium. And then I, I had all of these reasons that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I just had this soul pulling and this soul call. And then I felt validated. And it all started making sense to me. It was like, oh, and then I started, it was like this self-discovery, but like it all, like the puzzle pieces started coming together. I'm like, oh, oh. And then I could look back in like with 2020 vision and be like, that's what that was. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. And so it was more of like, just a bigger, fuller understanding of what was going on around me my whole life. And then also a better understanding of what, who I was truly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, again, that self-discovery piece is, you know, was, was really big, but it was, I didn't have like this when I, when I seeked out to de- development or anything like that, I didn't have like any of these grandiose ideas of like, I'm going to do this professionally or mm-hmm. I'm going to have a podcast or I'm going to teach or I'm going to read professionally. Or I never had any of those grandiose ideas. It was just simply like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you making me do this? You know, I looking back, I can remember being like, I never sought this either. I never sought a podcast out and I never sought like to teach or to be uh, uh, an influencer or anything like that. But I can remember always having that feeling of like something's coming and I felt like I needed to prepare for it. But Mm -hmm. I never knew exactly what it was, but I felt in my heart, I'm like, something's, I'm going to do something with this, but I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And that made it fun too, because I didn't need to know. I I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to learn as much as I possibly can. And if this happens, it does. But that was like the fun part about it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and we lose that because it twists, it can be very, um, it can be very twisty and it can almost be like too much fun can be intoxicating. It can. Do you know and what then I mean there be- Well, absolutely. Because there's some, some parts of this that we talk about the sweetie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where you get like these little bits of like, whoa, I can't believe I pulled that evidence. That's amazing evidence, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then you go back the next week and you get nothing. And you're like, whoa, wait, wait, where did that go? How did I get that the last time? Or, you know, yeah. whatever. Or you go and see somebody else read and you're like, oh, I'm nowhere near that level. Yeah. I should just quit. And so there, there, we compare um, reading to reading. We compare ourselves with others. And then it just gets into this, like, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere with this. Mm -hmm. Instead of being present um, with the spirit world and just the self-discovery and what am I here to learn today and all of that. And I share that in that, not in a, if you're in that yeah. moment and you're listening to this podcast, I want to say that, like, I've been there. Me too. Very And very recently I've been there. So this isn't like a, oh God, in the days of your and my <laughs> development, I, I had felt that way as well. No, like yesterday, I totally felt that way. Okay. So like, I think that it's... Lady Data of Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're right. It, it is not that long ago, but keep going because you had a fascinating point, Dana of Cambridge. Keep going. <laughs> oh, you know, in, in the days when... In my in the early years of my development, I I often got struggling moments of comparison and yearning to be the the clairvoyant reader, where I could tell the color of your grouts of your grandmother and it, the cardamom she'd put in her apple pie. <laughs> but it's really true what you said, like because that's. The, like it feels like it's so long ago, like at the early in the development, it feels like it's. But so long it ago. happens all the time, it does. and I think that we have to understand because it maybe it's not necessarily in our development, but it can happen like when we're a professional reader, you mm -hmm. know, like the thrill is gone, like the BB King song, uh, the thrill is gone, mm -hmm. um, came in just came into my head of like when we're doing it for the wrong reasons, when we're doing it because we're in the grind of it, I have to go to circle. I have to do this reading. I have to do it. I have to do it. That's when we're out of alignment yeah. and kind of returning back to like, that's not what the spirit world is about. And that's not what this work is about. And we all jump off the path. We all like get taken off the path sometimes. And I love that you were like, let's have this podcast about like de joy, de mediumship. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to add caveat on something too, that I don't think a lot of mediums realize that you went into like one direction with like evidence. I'm going to go into another direction, but it's almost like the same, the other side of the coin. It's the other side of the coin. <sighs> We become desensitized to evidence real quick. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is you'll keep getting the same evidence, but to you, it'll feel lackluster. But when you first started, you were like, this is fucking amazing. And then you're like getting the same thing. And you're like, I want more. This isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And then you lose that little spark of joy and fun because you're too busy trying to get the next piece and the next piece and the grander scheme but you're still getting the same shit it's just not great to you anymore like you're now desensitized to it so mm -hmm. i think kind of keeping that open mind of wonder of what's possible of what you're getting and just being okay with like every piece of evidence makes it fun it brings the joy in and it's not this fucking pressure we put so much pressure on each other and ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
You know, when you just said something there, we you made it about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to remember when we're making it about ourselves because in that moment, it's about ego. Mm-hmm. And and it's not about the spirit communicator and it's not about our sitter. It is about ourselves and what we want. And that's never a good place to be in our mediumship, right? Because mm-hmm. we're, we're the voice box for the spirit world. We're doing our best to just give what we get and 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 be a good communicator but we don't know what that sitter is a what is that phenomenal evidence to them we could be pulling names all day long and mm-hmm. our sitter could be like i don't care all i want you to say is butterfly i just want you to say butterfly but to us like if i say butterfly one more damn time in a reading if they show me butterfly like as a medium like i can't tell you how cliche. many times it becomes that cliche piece of evidence like please don't make me say butterfly. If you say me, make me say butterfly, I'm going to freak out because it's just, they, they show us a lot of butterflies. In yeah. Readings, right. Cardinals. But all our sitter wants us to say is butterfly. Yeah. And, and, but we just need to like, we have to remember like it's amazing to them mm-hmm. and just let it be their experience and not have it be about us or what we want or hold anything back. And it's mm-hmm. hard to do that. It's hard because it's we have we we often talk about this with our students, and and we need this, this reminder as well. Yeah, it's just another reading to us mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because we do so many. But to them, it's their one connection. They may never have another mediumship reading in their entire life. This is like their one and only reading that they're ever going to have with their loved one. This is really special with for them. Yeah, And we have to remember how sacred and amazing that is and just get out of the way. It's not about you, boo. Well, that's the thing that they don't pre-warn you on the label. Like Dad, Martin Twike, daddy didn't tell you that on the label of the package of mediumship that may cause excitement and then dullness over time. <laughs> but I think our guides know best. And I think that, that every medium goes through a phase. And I always like to pretend that my medium has a little clipboard and they have a little penny pen and they're like... Oh, we're in the excitement phase. Oh, now we're in the boring phase. Now we're in the adjustment phase. Now we're in the, your sitter is more excited than you are phase and they're mesmerized. Now we're in the, I'm going to challenge spirit and hate myself phase. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Now we're in the take a break phase. And I think there's milestones on the other side that our guides kind of know where we are, uh, but we don't know in it in the thick of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just about how our perspective and how we view things to make it fun for us to continue. So an example of this would be kind of going back to what I talked about with my guides, where they're like, oh, he's in the excited fits. Right. Like, I'm excited. It keeps me going back. That's the reason why they give you a sweetie. So you can be like, this is possible. And then they make you work for it. And then you go to this, well, I'm not doing anything anymore and it's broken. But they're really being like, boo-boo, we need to get rid of this clairvoyance because you've got to read an- another way, right? So they're going to be like, I'm going to push you. I'm going to push you. And we don't want that because we want consistency and that's not how the world works. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So then they give us something cool, but then they'll drop another sweetie and then make you work for it. And then another mm-hmm. one. So I always like to say that spirits like the candy man. <laughs> the, the candy man can, you know? 
But then we got to kind of take it and reverse our perspective to make it like fun for us. And so what I do to now make the evidence fun is not so much what I can do. It's not about what I can do. I can pull through names and I can pull through addresses and I can pull through what they look like or the color of their fucking carpet. Like it just like, wow, big what Barry, right? Like it does not matter. But to me now I'm kind of being like, well, what can the spirit do, world do that was gonna is going to be fun? Like what is possible for them? So now I've started to challenge my sitters in the readings <laughs> to be like, if you got a question for dead grandma, I want you to ask it in their head and then let go of expectation of getting the answer and just let the spirit world talk. And now I'm like, oh, it's fun when they answer their mm-hmm. loved one. It's fun that I actually got the fuck out of the way and just like gave everything that I got and they're getting live in the moment answers and the intelligence of the spirit world of like what's possible for them. Because mm. I'm going to talk about this. I don't care if it's in a reading. I'm, I'm not going to mention names or details, but I can remember my reader, my sitter was sitting there and, uh, and she was thinking about a sign to prove that her loved one was here. And she goes, if you're here, say the color yellow. And I just turned to my sitter and I was like, do you understand why I'm seeing a yellow school bus and now they're flashing a yellow light at me? And she was like, oh, shit, I just said <laughs> to them, say yellow if you're here. And the joy that my sitter got from that interaction was so precious. And that the spirit world was like, yeah, I hear you. Well, well, let me step out of the way and give you this. And that's now like the thing that I'm ch- not chasing, but just, like being really excited for and making it exciting for me is just like the intelligence of the spirit world. Like, mm-hmm. What the fuck can they do? And let's see how far I can push what them. What can't they do? I mean, that's the, that's the cool yeah, thing. That's I, fun. I love that you're bringing that excitement and I think that you are, or are that reader that, um, I always say like, if you are somebody who is very skeptical and mm-hmm. needs a lot of evidence, like Matthew Tao is the reader for you. Cause mm-hmm. you're, you're going to come with like the color of the grout, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's who you are, but I, but this is who you are. Like you are that very, and I, we're both that way in the, yeah. in the sense of like, if we're doing paranormal investigations, like you better come with some proof. Like we're going to, go mundane over magical all day long. We're going to really look and scrutinize every little thing that comes through. So I love that you're doing this because we're always questioning. We're always like, we trust, but we're we're always questioning and we're not going to believe every little yeah. thing is something from spirit. So when you can get intelligent um, back and forth like that, like that's that's so beautiful. It makes it so special. Like mm-hmm. it really does. And it's not... It, and when you do this, you have to remember it's not about how cool you are. And mm-hmm. it's not about what you're doing. It's really it's, about what the spirit world's doing. And that's magical. That's so that that gone. that experience had zero to do with you, Matt. No. Zero to do with you. That has everything to do with the intelligence of the mm-hmm. spirit world. You just said, you just got out of the way and didn't try to make sense of a yellow school bus. You just said yellow school bus and it keeps us engaged and challenged because then the sitter uh, one sitter it was like if my mom's really here she said this out loud so i was like fuck stop, stop, stop. i had to correct her after and like if you have questions for mom just keep it to yourself <laughs> but she was like what song did we listen to and the minute tension came in i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> but later on i just kept wanting to be like she bangs she bangs like i wanted to just sing ricky martin <laughs> 
it wasn't the song. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's just fun to see my brain kind of like put pressure in that of being mm-hmm. like, eh, eh, this isn't the song. But it's a learning thing of just like how fun it can be to just challenge yourself and get yourself out of the comfort zone. Because really, if I was singing She Bangs by Ricky Martin to my client and I was wrong, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I just was singing horribly to my, my sitter. But it's just like, that's where it's like, what can we do to keep it on the up and up, but also test the spirit world and just let them have the amazement. And I think what's also fun for me is like, since I'm no longer chasing those aha amazing moments, it's letting my sitter have them. Mm-hmm. And letting my sitter have the amusement. And it's almost like when you're an adult and you know that certain things aren't real. And I can't, I'm not going to ruin anything for anybody. But then you get to live through them through your kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't have children, but now I can understand what it's like to live through the person that you're reading for. Of being yeah. like, you're amazed and that's cool. Yeah. And that touches my heart and makes me like happy that they get that like cool shit. Yeah, that's that really awesome. Through. That's really awesome. You know, something that uh, kind of came to mind because you're you're creating fun. You're you're creating further validation through mm-hmm. the intelligence of the spirit world. But sometimes when when we're going very achievement based, when we're trying to achieve, when we're trying to get certain things, when we want want want, we have a desired outcome. All of those things. Some something that has really helped me to kind of reset recalibrate is rebuilding my relationship with the spirit world. Oh, let's not start with, that. <laughs> with God, with the divine, with spirit, and not have it be like, I need to do a reading. Mm-hmm. Like I actually step away and stop reading altogether. And oh, it's just me building my my bond and my relationship with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the foundation of everything. Right. Yeah. And remembering just my love for that and not having to do any kind of performance base or trying to like prove anything or do anything, but building that foundation of who I am mm-hmm. and building that foundation of, hey, we good. Right. Like <laughs> you and me, we good. Hi, God. It's me, Dana. Are we good? He's <laughs> like, yes. And- and we and we always good, right? Mm-hmm. Spirit, they love us. The unconditional love that we feel um, from the spirit world is amazing, right? Like whether that's God to you, divine source, spirit, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call that thing, um, that reconnection of that of like yeah. being poured into um, is really important. Because I want to also talk about that because that segues into another point. Because you got to have that first. But how often do we do this stuff from an empty cup, right? Yeah. Where we've got the pressures of life around us. And we want to, I think so many of us are called to this work because we, we're helpers, we're healers. We want to help others. And it's beautiful. You know, the joy of mediumship for me, part of it is getting that reaction from a sitter of, of seeing the healing that can happen in the space of a mediumship reading, really helping others is what pulls us, a lot of us to do this work. Mm -hmm. But we can't do that from an empty cup. So going in and working with the spirit world, building that connection, but also allowing them to work with you. So like in a sitting in the power meditation, like this is for you to just fill me up 
with what I need right now, Mm -hmm. whether that is emotional healing and love, attunement, whatever it is of like, this is the time for me. It's not a time for me to like be reaching out and doing anything with spirit. It's a time for me to reconnect with myself. It's a time for me to reconnect with, with the greater God, spirit, whatever, and fill my cup so that I'm better able to, to work with others. Yeah. And I also, I also take that. And the reason why I giggled is because I take that time too to also like challenge and work with them and like learn new things of becoming either sensitive or like, I would like this, I'm going to surrender the outcome of if it not happening and just being aware of like whatever happens. And during this time, I've actually had a lot more fun sitting in the power because let's be face it, it can become very mundane. It can be very like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't make me do this. Because I've given up on sitting in the power for a little bit where I was like, my brain could not just sit through the fucking meditation. I was like, oh, I just ready to go. I just want to run around the room. So I've taken that time with sitting in the power to be like, okay, let me engage my personal relationship with the spirit world, but also engage this in a learning aspect that's going to keep me interested and motivated to keep going. So I challenge the spirit world on like a new topic every day. So I've been sitting in silence where it's not really sitting in silence because I have like uh, headphones on and they're um, sound canceling and I put on like brown noise or I'll put on like uh, this brainwaves, whatever volume one, today's hits, bebop, whatever. And I'll, I'll listen to it with no voice guided whatever. Like it's straight up music or straight up brown noise. And I kept saying to them, I want to physically feel you. Like if you want to work on this, this will help me understand power, but it's also going to understand the physicality of what the spirit world can do. And so I'm sitting in my basement with a tie because I don't have a blindfold. I've taken a black tie and I'm wrapping it around my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt's thrifty. And I put a timer on for 30 minutes and I put my headphones on and I press start. And I just sit there. Well, the other day I was doing this and I felt breathing on my shoulder. (laughs) I'm going to tell this full story because it's fucking funny. (laughs) And I was having thunderstorms roll through and one of my boxers is petrified of, of lightning, Dana. Like absolutely goes like stress mode. So... I um, had the timer going and I could feel his own energy going into the room and I understood where he was in the room and I could feel spirit on my left and he, my dog, got up to the right of my chair and moved over where this like cabinet is and a table that Spicy J had built and he just stood there because when thunder happens he'll freeze and I can remember feeling the breathing and I knew it wasn't him and I could rule that out. He breathing on me and I'm feeling touched. And then I open my eyes when the timer goes off, take the blindfold off and I see my dog's eyes walking at me. And the only thing I could do because I was so, and it's scary when something new happens because you're like, okay, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And it's not because I'm scared of whatever spooky stuff is. It's just a new experience that I can't formulate yet. And it's, I'm going to hold that there. And I just see his eyes come at me and my body went. And I was like that for like a good minute. And my head was going, that's your fucking dog. And I couldn't stop my body because coming out of the sitting in the power, it was different. But since I've done this and I'm challenging myself to do it more of being like, I want this cool stuff is happening that I'm just experiencing things because they want me to challenge myself. And so I feel like in my relationship building with the spirit world, I think they are now working on trust 
with me through me asking them things Mm -hmm. and seeing and understanding that all I have to do is ask for it and receive and let go of expectation. And it's keeping that fun engagement with them of being like, I'm here, Matt, and this Mm -hmm. is what we can do. And so, yeah, like take the mundane of the parts that you don't like about whatever it is and the part of your journey is, and how can you turn it to where it's going to adjust for you? And I think that's where a lot of mediums get really frustrated because they think it needs to be one fucking way. And the way that your um, mentor or development circle um, teacher says, well, you need to do X, Y, and Z, make it fun for you. Mm -hmm. And you can even ask them, how can I twist this so I'm engaged because this part really is hard for me and let them maybe give you some tips, but do what makes you fucking happy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's doing it outside. Maybe it's just, Maybe you don't have headphones on or anything, but you're just sitting outside with your feet in the grass, expanding your energy and connecting with nature. Yeah. You know, um, you know I, I think it's finding that magic mm-hmm. in, in this, remembering how beautiful and how magical connecting with the spirit world is and not looking at it as a job or as stringent as so many of us look at this because we want to do a good job. We hold responsibility and we do take this seriously. You know, don't go into reading for the public too soon. And there are things that, you know, you have to keep in mind because we want to be responsible in doing this work. And there is a certain decorum and there is certain things we have to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, working with the spirit world is about love. It's about Mm -hmm. reconnection. It's about fun. It's about joy. And it's it's about about healing. It's about learning about yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if if at ever you're you're not feeling part of that journey, you can always take a break. And I, I think that it's always okay. Like this last week, I've had to take a break mm-hmm. because it didn't feel fun. No. And I was going through my own stuff and I needed to like just say, I need this time for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I need to like kind of go in and take care of me. And I did sit in the power and it was very like healing for me to just sit with them. Yeah. And just like, I'm not going to read for anybody. I'm not going to do anything, but this time is just for me and you and spirit to Mm -hmm. just connect and remember why I do this. Remember the fun of doing this and less, less have to, this is less have to and more want to. Yeah. I really, especially when we get into the, okay. I'm just going to say it. Nobody is making any of you become mediums. Nobody (laughs) is making you guys do this professionally. There are plenty of other careers and jobs and hobbies out there. I understand that this is a passion for y'all. And believe me, if you told me tomorrow that I couldn't do mediumship or do spiritual stuff tomorrow, I'd be like, it would break my heart because I love it so much. But that's the key of it, right? I enjoy it and I love it so much that I want to do it, Mm -hmm. but I do not have to do it. And I should 
want to do it in ways that seem fulfilling to me. And there is no, okay, so there's a couple things I need to add on to what you're saying. There is no have to. Yes, there is no have to. And who says you have to be a professional reader? Who says you need to read for the general public? If you want to do this at the odds and ends on a Tuesday night where you feel inspired to do it, and then you're just like, okay, I'll do it again when I feel like it. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so listen to that. Another thing, too, is pivot, mother truckers, pivot. If you are that frustrated in your mediumship, maybe it's time to pivot and try something different or alter something that's going to work for you. Because banging your head against the wall about something that you really should not be banging your head against the wall for is basically burning you out. It's Mm -hmm. burning you out. It's making you not love doing this. It's making you not want to do this. So you can either give up, okay? And I won't call you a quitter. I'm just going to be like, give up then. Give up then. Give up then. If you're that frustrated where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't. (laughs) Don't. Don't. Or go to another modality for a little bit. Go to another. Try Reiki. Take up tarot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take up psychic needlepoint. I don't know what else there is. Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Can you tell me where the psychic needlepoint is? Because that sounds dope. Mm -hmm. It's right next to Michael's. It's on aisle two right next to the decoupage and... Um, soft shoeing. I don't know. But whatever it is, take up whatever it is that's going to maybe take a break, but keep you engaged in your spirituality. Whatever. Adjust what you're doing. Maybe you go to a development circle and you don't go in the breakout rooms, but you just go to sit in the power with other people. Pivot, bitch. <laughs> Do what's going to write for you. And I will encourage you every step of the way. And then when you're ready to come back, you're ready to come back. And that will always be there for you. And, and, and for those listeners that come to our development circle that have been feeling this way, there's always a spot for you. We will never turn you away of being like, hey, you email us last minute and you're like, I really want to come. And I'm just like, I just was building myself up. There's a spot for you. We will hold mm-hmm. a spot for you. If we're capped at 25 and there's 25 students in the class and you last minute go, I really miss you guys. There's 26 slots because mm-hmm. that's the kind of people that we are. We want you to feel comfortable. Another thing that I would say is adjust things that make you active, just like I was talking about, like sitting in the power. Do something that's going to engage yourself. Do something that's going to keep you motivated. Ask questions. I think that's where a lot of people also get frustrated is they stay silent. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like ask fellow peers, go into the Matt and Dina mediumship community on Facebook and ask a peer of like, who else is feeling this way? Because you're going to be surprised that like when you are stressed and you're alone and it feels like you are alone, that it's only happening to you. But when you have multiple people that are also struggling, you're going to feel less alone and being like, oh, I'm right where I should be. I guess. Cool. Sweet. Hey, can we be friends? Because I want to have somebody to talk to. Because mm-hmm. going it alone sucks. Mm-hmm. Having a lot of people around you that are understanding you is even better. Okay, because then you can be like, hey, want to practice? Sit in the power with multiple people. If you're bored with sitting in the power and you want a thing, try sitting in the power with a group of people. It changes the game. It keeps you engaged. It keeps you motivated. Try taking the music away. Try sitting in silence. Oh my God, sitting in the dark. Mm -hmm. You know how many students have looked at us and were like, and then they do it and they're like, this is fucking amazing. Try something new. Try something engaged. Um, 
Another thing that keeps a lot of people engaged and involved is consume media that is in your interest of it. That's sometimes when I feel dull about mediumship or I'm like, I'm no good. I'll watch spiritual shows and it'll make me fall in love with it all over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime. It it romances you all over again. You're like, hey, baby. Do you ever have that? Well, you'll watch, like, you'll feel kind of burnt out on mediumship, and then you'll watch, like, a television show on Amazon Prime, and then you'll be like, oh, it makes me want to do it again, and I miss it, and I love it, right? Mm -hmm. Because it gets you back to your basics, and it reminds you of your why. Or go see a live mediumship demonstration. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Try something new with mediumship, like a different branch of it. Like me and Dana are going to learn trance in October Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, or go find a spiritualist church and go like sit amongst like-minded peers and watch like a cool like trance demonstration. That'll change it real quick. And that'll be like, okay, I'm ready. Let's put on the, I'm putting on the spirit armor. Let's do this. Um, So learn. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say one more time, take a break, go live. And I'm going to take this advice from my best friend, Matthew Tao. It's not healthy. To hang out with dead people all the time. Go live a balanced life. Go hang out with other people. Go do things with people that don't do mediumship. Go have other hobbies. Go live a balanced life. And know that this will always be here. It's okay to take breaks mm-hmm. for as long as you need to. And sometimes that break will make this feel fresh and new and give you a new perspective. And guess what? Even cooler, all of those different experiences that you have, you're building a database for spirit to use. Because they're going to be like, you know that television show you watched or you know that Mm -hmm. uh, trip that you took to San Diego? I'm going to use that in a reading because now you have a reference for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And I took a break and I was on my Dallas kick. I learned how to slap. So spirit Mm -hmm. does that. No, I'm just kidding. They don't. Um, But you're right. Take a break. Take a break. Breaks are good. Okay. But one thing I am going to caveat with your take a break. Okay. Because we have a lot of people that do take breaks. When you come back, you're not broken. Okay. So don't go in there being like, it's not going to work. It'll work. Trust me. Sometimes it works even better than it did before you left. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then you've now desensitized yourself when you are not like taking a break. And then you take a break and then you're like, I'm sensitive again. Wee. Right? It's good to take breaks. Take breaks. It will it will come back. It, it's it's an ability and a muscle that will be build faster. Mm-hmm. So we, everything can get tied back to mediumship. Dana really did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when you don't go to the gym and you go back to the gym for a while, then your muscles kind of go. I know what I'm doing. Muscle they come memory. back a little faster. Yeah. Oh, muscle memory, and you might actually get past that little bump that you've been stressing about. Because you're approaching it from a different way and you're mm-hmm. not tired. You know, yeah. have you ever been like, I don't know how many of you have like, if you work a job or whatever, and you're like really frustrated with something that you're trying to solve at work or whatever. And you're just like, oh, you're just trying to work it and you try to work it. Sometimes taking a break and then looking at it with fresh eyes the next day or after a couple of days, you're able to get it right the, the next time you look at it. Sometimes mediumship is like that too. When we're trying to like hammer at it and go at it. Mediumship, little tip for y'all, the more you work at it and try and do mediumship, 
the less it works. <laughs> it's kind of a dichotomy because you got to show up and you've got to work on it, right? But you just know you don't want to be doing it. You don't want to be reaching for it. You don't. You want to develop and you want to start doing stuff, but it's not an active thing that we're doing in mediumship. It's more learning to step out of the way and doing less is mm-hmm. actually what we're learning to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Every time I hear do less, I think of our friend Michael Mayo. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something that I want to say to you. Let's say you've fallen out of love with mediumship and you're like, I'm taking a break. And you take that break and you come back and you're still not in love with it. Either take another break or walk away from it. It's okay to not be in love with this. Mm -hmm. Mediumship is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the person that feels like it needs to be their soul calling. Sometimes we have interest in things and then the interest fade. That's cool too. But no one in a great mediumship development circle will ever hogtie you to the chair and say that you need to be here. It's a desire that you want to. So it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And I don't want to invalidate you if you're like, I can't do this anymore. That's cool too. We all go through those cycles. Like I Mm -hmm. went through that butterfly farming cycle of 1998. (laughs) The stay-at-home butterfly farmer? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have a budget to buy a new home of $2 million? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, while you were doing that, I was a stay-at-home astronaut. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't work out for either one of us, but no. you know, when we when we found out that it didn't that that it wasn't for us, we we walked away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try um, a foreign caterpillar farmer next and see how that works. Well, you know, that's the gateway to butterfly farming. Yeah, but you know what really sucks? I always that fall. you just you just skipped right over the butterfly, yeah, like caterpillar I know. to butterfly. You just you just skipped over. It. That's I, funny. Well, I know, that was Dana, humor. But everybody at home right now is laughing. Well, and Jill's you laughing. Over it. Jill's laughing. I know Jill's Jill laughing. thinks that's hilarious. But I keep falling back into that soul hole, Dana Willie. <laughs> you didn't let me finish my joke. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Here, I'm a medium. Ask me how. It's all about who has the we, funnier joke. <laughs> we just step on each other's jokes. This is what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I know it's time to take a break. Hmm. Let's step on your joke. <laughs> Well, Dana Willie, I think we've fallen back in love once again, or as you would as you would do, falling in love again with mediumship. Please don't do that ever again. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Again, guys, when you're frustrated mm-hmm. and with mediumship or with anything in life, just remember, fuck it. We, we ball. ball. We ball. Mm-hmm. Well, Dana. You are the light of a hundred thousand useless. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, useless. Useless. How All can time. I slay if you slay? <laughs> I'm Maddie the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Do you want to play baseball? <laughs> Only if it's sparkly. Sparkly baseball. Mm-hmm. All right. We love you guys. Do something nice for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you've taking care of yourself do something nice for others Mm -hmm. you know what i love about mediumship dana Hmm. you a fun bitch (laughs) bye everybody i love you bye
These are all the fucks I give. One, two, three. <laughs> One fuck more. Two fuck more. Three fuck more. It's fucking amazing to count. <laughs> <laughs>